One, two, three, get it. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of It's Related. I, I promise. <laughs> if you haven't heard already, we definitely have something special today. Hey. Um, yeah, there's another voice here that uh, we will introduce very soon. <laughs> but before we even go any further, I want to give thanks to everybody who is here yeah. on It's Related, I promise. Um, if this is your first time on our podcast, Karibu, 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 mm-hmm. we welcome you guys. And also just to remind you guys that you can always tune in onto this podcast on Spotify or wherever you find your podcast. It is currently Good Friday. I was struggling to remember if it's called Good Friday or Easter Friday. It's the good good. It's Good, good Friday, Friday and Easter Monday, right? How yes, does it work? correct. Yes, Sunday. Yeah. Monday is just bonus, guys. No, but it's Easter Monday. Honestly, like, listen, let me tell you no, something. No, he died on Sunday. He rose on Sunday. Sunday. Monday is just because you Nerubians, Kenyans, you oh, know, if the holidays really? on Sunday, Monday is a holiday. Extension. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. So Sunday is when we say he has risen. Mm. Monday yeah. is your business. And you have Monday. not risen. <laughs> so when are you forgiven for all your sins? Friday. Today, night. because this is when he, he died, died on the cross. Shout out to all the SDAs for doing the right thing. And he actually, oh, they say he died at around 3 p.m. Mm. I thought it was 6. 3, 3, 3. The, the so when when he said it is finished. is when he was taken down from the yeah, cross. Yeah, I think cross. it was 3 p.m., guys. Uh, when you guys when he was taken thing. from the cross. Yo, let me tell you, me, I'm the only one here who was friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, when I begin? So, so, 3 p.m. Do you remember that's when everything went dark? Yes. When he had been crucified. Was it 3 p.m.? It was 3 p.m. Yeah. Okay. It was like... They, they said like there's something six. hour and it, it... Yeah. The, yeah. And it said... It, I mean, it translated to 3 p.m. Mm. Ah. And then at 6 p.m., they had to take him down because Sabbath had started. Ah. Yeah. ah. And then they couldn't work on the... So I'm talking to the SDAs. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, I, Sabbath. On, oh, that's why they do Sabbath on Saturday? Mm-hmm. Okay, Friday. that's oh, Friday evening. Friday evening. Friday yeah. evening. So, right. Jesus, yeah. people were, uh, yeah, they were seeing Sabbath. So, you can't leave someone on the cross. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Word. All right. You yeah. know, guys, I think we first need to introduce ourselves before we get into this because once we start going, we go, 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 go. And it's very hard to reel us back in. I'm your, mm, I don't want to say host. We're all hosts today, but I'm leading this episode today. Yes. My name is Jules, J U L E S. You can find me on Instagram as Jules underscore her. And to my left. What's good, party people? You know it's Combox, aka Patricia, aka Sheila, aka that you listed on Jules left. So let's go, Sharon. And this is Sharon, aka Sharon Mashira. <laughs> the official. The official. Hey, official. <laughs> and to my immediate left is the one, the man, the myth, the legend. Charles Marita. Let me try. Let me try. Pium, 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 pium. Wait. <laughs> That's how the show ended. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys. We're going to get it. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Okay, yeah. okay, and our guest for today, he's uh, tall, dark, handsome, mm. very professional, yeah, very proficient. Yeah. You, you, you brought yourself here, honey and bunny. As, as Jules said, he's good in the face and in the wallet. In the wallet. <laughs> and um, the show ended. And the show. <laughs> Please introduce yourself. Charles Morito. Jenga. <laughs> 
Oh god, I've been dying to use this sound effects guys. Yeah. Like I have been dying since <laughs> since we started this podcast. Welcome. Yeah. Welcome to the podcast guys. I'd like us to start off with first of all today's conversation is around how our relationship with food has changed over time. Yeah. But before we get into that, I'd like to just do a recap mm. to see where you guys are at. It's nice to check in. Um Sheila, what has caught your attention this past week? Anything that you can let just dive us into your psyche right now. Hey. I'm really not happy, guys. What's, What's up? up? What's up, babes? I'm, I'm mad. I'm upset. <sighs> Michael Bakari Jordan, aka Michael Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. Oh, B. Jordan. Okay. This man, the actor, <laughs> the legend. Is he taken? Hot man. You know? Can you imagine how I revere this guy? Because I went to watch Creed 3 at oh, the cinema. He's amazing. I even sat in the VIP for Junction, which, by the way, is whack. <laughs> it's just a bed. It's just super uncomfortable. And I'm digressing, yeah? Anywho. It's so, yeah, this guy has given us Creed 3. Do you know what it takes for a hot guy like him? Mm. Sorry, I got caught on hot guy. Hey. <laughs> to be in a movie. And work as hard to be a producer, director, only for you to use his face selling Kaunda suits. On Limuru Road. I've just seen, you know the way they use Ludacris' <laughs> image to sell haircuts in Uganda? Okay, right? okay. I've seen Michael B. Jordan's face being used to sell Kaunda suits. Do you know what a Kaunda what suit is? I don't Kaunda know. <laughs> okay, guys, you're just showing your age. You don't oh, you know, know what a Kaunda suit No. You know what a Kaunda suit is? This thing pains me. This so is a, famous a suit that has Kaunda. no sleeves. Who is President Kaunda? A short sleeved suit. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he used to wear, he used to wear this. <laughs> okay, Can I you imagine it. Michael B. Jordan? Translate Google. <laughs> it, it just hurts me. It's like, guys, you're misusing his hotness. <laughs> you know, it's like, wow, there's so many guys out here. You could have even used nameless. <laughs> ah. Okay, so, hurts, so they're using his face for... Can you imagine? I think they're starting to bastardize this guy's hotness. <laughs> and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm, 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 I'm starting to catch a feeling. I'm like about to buy the rights for his well, hotness. Maybe, maybe he was wearing that suit. Yeah. Do you think I it mean, was a crop? Maybe his stylist. <laughs> did, 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 did you say Michael B. Jordan was wearing a counter suit? Girl, you never know. You know what? I've left this show because I feel like you're not understanding my pain. No. Yeah, I just found out funny. Like I was driving here and I was just like, okay, Kenyans, we need to have a meeting right. about what... You know what? Use a mannequin. Just use a faceless AI image and yeah. then just work it. But you can't just be Oh my God, you know, speaking of using images, there's my, my mom the other day sent me an image. A, a, it was like an advert at Shell petrol station. Yeah. And this babe literally looks like me. So she was like, oh, I didn't know you're, this is the work you're not doing. Sure. I'm like, what are you talking about? This sends me the image. And I, she looks like me. Any Shell petrol station you guys go to, there's a babe with an afro. It's an ad for Shell here. Yeah. I'm not, I swear to God. Like, She's okay. it, it's, like she looks like my doppelganger. Like even I That's was a bit like, wild. this guy's picked my image from Instagram. Oh, but how? if they did, yeah. Me, I would sell fuel for days. No, just be the owners of Vivo. <laughs> okay. So what about you, Sharon? Anything what? that sparked your interest this um, past week? Yeah, so I don't know what it's catching my attention per se, but um, we had a wonderful weekend. Oh, I don't see you. You took yeah. mine. You took <laughs> mine. That was mine. That was my highlight. Oh, so that was my highlight. It was my sister's birthday over the weekend, and we went out of town. Shoutouts to H&H Travel, who hooked it up, and we stayed at Mogumo Cottage. And honestly, I don't think I've had that much fun yeah. In a long time. And like, I've had fun, but it was 
incredible. I it, mean, it felt like pure positive energy. Exactly. Like it was just nice. Just like I, I was just gleeful. Like just yeah. glee and joy <laughs> and just happiness and vibes and man. That it was that, giving good vibes. It was giving good vibes. And inshallah. And inshallah. And inshallah. Yeah. And inshallah. So that was definitely a highlight. I also realized mm-hmm. that my friends listen to old music. Shoutouts Combox and Julia. Tell, please tell the audience what old music. Please tell, yeah. So, so mm-hmm. these guys were playing some song by I know TLC mm-hmm. by TLC. Oh my god! And I, and I didn't know. I didn't. <laughs> okay, Julia's head from the back. I know TLC. I know TLC, but it was a song by TLC that no one has even heard except them. The song is called Creep, guys. Guys. So they they play it, and I'm just like, I don't know the words to this song. So and I'm Sharon, ashamed. you are yeah. listen, guys. This is my it's issue. Shameless. You know, Sharon is talking like she's like 22. <laughs> she's like she's young, but you. you you're turning 30. And you know what? I realized what and, happened. And, and I, that's music or, was for the 2000s. No, 90s. Creepy is like early 90s 90s, when I was like one or two years old. I was four at 92, but Sharon wasn't born. Sharon wasn't born, but, but what happens is like, don't you go out like when we used to go for New Jack? So, yeah, so what I realized happened, I was sent to boarding school when I was, uh, was I eight or nine? Oh, okay. And in boarding school, we weren't allowed, and I was in boarding school till I was uh, maybe 15. And we weren't allowed uh, music, like radios and whatever. So there's okay. a whole you era of music. At class three. But, but yeah, no, five. What's, how old are you at class five? Ten. Yes, so ten. So yeah. I was ten. And okay. I missed that whole era of, of learning okay. music okay. and pop culture. Oh. So for In your me, when there are no guys for, you needed Imagine we were just, it was gospel music. And so I know, I know, I know Kina, Jonathan McReynolds. What's that? You that? see, exactly. <laughs> there we go. When there you say you gospel, you say kuna dawa, kuna dawa. Yeah, that was, that's news. But I'd like to know if there's people who went to boarding school in your school. <laughs> if they don't know creep. Yeah. Because I'm like, maybe. Shout out to Kenya Academy. That, that's, that does make sense. MKA. 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 Yeah. That does make sense. Because that, around that age, around class, like five and six is mm. when. The interest for music for Star me begins. Yeah. Yes, Chanelo, the beat. Yes, and yeah. I used to have a little yeah. radio. I used mm. to listen to um, like like radio. So you wait for the song you want. So I used to have blank tapes. My dad used to buy me blank tapes, like tapes. I don't know how to call them in cassettes. Cassettes, yeah. Yeah. So he, he gets me blank cassettes, and then like. Um, I remember there was one time I was waiting for this Maya song that was the biggest one. What was it called? Kiss, Kiss, of, the Kiss of the X. And this, this is the time Kiss used to play songs on loop. Like no, in one we, day. Excuse me, we still do. We're Kenya's number one hit music station. Okay, okay, Good for okay, you. Okay, Good story. Okay, okay. So what was very what was very annoying <laughs> when Kiss 100 came, it was like, first of all, you're calling yourself Kiss in Kenya. It's so conservative. <laughs> And then we're like, how comes the song that plays at nine plays at eleven plays? At, that was the story. Anyway, mm. so I used to go to Kiss to get my my cassette playlist because then know. I know the song will play at some point. So you wait, you wait for a song and then you run to the radio, you press record. So my my tapes had then um, you can't edit a cassette. How would you have recorded this stuff if we not we? I was still I was also recording like you. Yeah, and then you and then now that's how I used to know get lyrics because now you have the tape and then yeah. you can rewind and write down the lyrics. Mm-hmm. So when you go to school with your friends, you know all the words. <laughs> I remember then, writing lyrics in a lyric book. Then yeah. The, yeah. Sunday Nation used to have like lyrics over there, but they used to choose the worst The worst song. song. Song number 13 on the Nini. Yeah. The and then you, I used to have a lyric book I'd cut out, do the newspaper cut out. Oh, yeah. And then, oh, so you had a lyric book, but you never knew this <laughs> song. I didn't, uh, yeah. It's actually, that's a good point. I don't, I remember the lyrics sorry. for, oh my God, there was this, I can't remember the song. It was, you're beautiful, it's true. Babe, Jesus. that's just the other day. Okay, okay. okay. So, <laughs> but it's not a safe space. It's silver lining. Sharon is good at making reels. Like, I think that's what she meant to say when she said real. 
Really? Yeah. Also, how much you know you know the lyrics to everything? Yeah. It's yeah. actually a talent. We yeah. need to monetize it somehow. It, yeah. Karaoke. Yeah. That's, why, That's I, why she wants us to go for karaoke oh. because she wants to kill us. <laughs> Sheila has been saying she wants us to go for karaoke. Now we know. Now we know why. Let's get it. <laughs> oh, you know. Uh, guys, moving on. Okay. Um, <laughs> our guest has been here sitting patiently. He's like, these girls, they're just nyangarekas. No, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. all, like, <laughs> I was going to talk about, you're talking about Kiss. I'm thinking, eh, Sundowner. Eh? You okay. Guys don't even know. is something my dad used to do. The, the reggae thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reggae thing. It's not a KBC Sa- thing. Sundowner, KBC, yeah. KBC Radio, mm-hmm. and uh, Sundays. Oh, anyway. Okay. No, I wanna, I wanna hear about that because I've heard about the Sundowner thing. I've had, but it was an it old. It was the music show that everybody waited for. And KBC. So Kiss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's Sundowner. Oh. That's the one we used to record from. And what time would it come? Like around five, six o'clock. Every day. Oh, when the Only sun is going on down. Sunday. Only on sun. Yes, <laughs> I remember it was something special about this Sundowner thing. Hey, once ah. a week. Yeah, and they used to play reggae. They used what? to play a, a broad range of music. I re- I, rem- I remember it for this type of reggae that's very. Yeah, yeah. It's called what exactly. reggae? The Sheila, you should know. No, me. I'm I'm here. Kiss FM. Okay. What? Oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, anyway, um, <laughs> I can talk about something that Wait, parks my. He he just. It's okay. No, oh, he no, hasn't. No, no, oh, sorry. No. No, so so speaking of um, <laughs> things, packed my interest this past week mm-hmm. is that I wasn't invited to this uh, <laughs> going away <laughs> party um, <laughs> Miss Mashira and Co hosted at, stop looking at Mugumotri me. <laughs> house <laughs> in uh, the shout out to it was Mugumo house yeah. Yeah? Mugumo cottage shout out to Mugumo cottage See? So uh, I just want to know how is it that I wasn't invited into? Please this look thing? at Sharon on I'm your right. I'm sweating. You know this is a very just show your tiri Anyway, <laughs> let's pack it. Uh, Sharon and I will um, discuss that. We are Let's pack it. You know you go for a meeting with your HR manager. We are going to pack this for now. Let's put a pin on it. Put a pin on it. Put a pin on that one. Take a mental note. Let's go to you now. No, but what? Oh, so you don't have anything? No, no, no. That was it. The thing that really got his attention. Because yeah, yeah. you know it's been on social media, Sharon's uh, storylines, yeah. reels, <laughs> storylines. You know, Quambox yeah. has been reposting yeah. it. Jules has been reposting it. I can't even lie. Lois has been reposting it everywhere. It's just being like sent to me. Pa, 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 pa. But you know, also, I heard you went to Naivasha with Lois and another good friend uh, of thank mine. Thank you very and much. And you didn't tell me about uh-huh. it and you were looking for people to go with. Uh-huh. You never call me for anything. Uh-huh. Thank you. Thank you. you never call me your, for anything. Previously. Uh-huh. Why? Can you please call your friend? <laughs> Can you call that your friend that you're saying? Uh-huh. Okay. Another good friend of mine. Okay. Okay. Oh, over to me. <laughs> Previously on It's Nairobi. Not Related. <laughs> not Related. <laughs> Alright. Something that is Parked my interest um, this week. I, I, we, um, hmm. I'm trying to find a way to package it that because it's a bit personal. Mm. But um, I, you know how we talk. We've talked about our toxic traits on this podcast mm. before. But I had a conversation with somebody. I decided to. I've. I decided to work on my toxic traits a bit more. Okay. To sharpen them or to no to 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 mitigate them. Mm. So um, we, the three of us, recently went for I don't know if we can say this, but we kind of went. We decided to get into group therapy, which mm. is very healthy mm. for the three of us. And then after that, I got into um, I don't say an altercation, but like uh, somebody who's very close to me. Where we were discussing something, and this I've been telling Sharon how I really want to work on my 
reactivity, mm. my emotional regulation, because I'm very reactive, and obviously it comes from somewhere. Mm. So I reacted, and I feel like I shouldn't have rea- like didn't warrant a reaction. Mm. And that evening, I sat down and I'm like, I know we've talked about these toxic trait things, but I really need to note now, like whatever. Mm. So that took me down a rabbit hole of why do I want to? Because I want to go back to therapy. Going for the group therapy thing, I was like, I, I need to have. It's, I haven't been. Um, like since Fe- uh, January, yeah. So I was like, I want to go back, but now this time I want to go with. Uh, you know, sometimes they ask you, "Is do you have what's your goal? What's yeah, your goal?" Right. Usually, I'm like, I just want to fix my my inner child kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, I want to be better in, at my interpersonal relationships, but then now I was like, Nah, bro, we need to unpack this, or we need to fix this emotional regulation. Mm. And I, I am like that because there's an inner child of me that was trying to defend themselves. Mm. So that's that's something that's you know, I'm I'm also very hyper vigilant. I'll notice things that are. So that's something. So I sat down really with myself and I was, hey, I went down a rabbit hole on YouTube, Eckhart yeah. Tolle, so and so. I was like, how to manage your reactions, how to regulate your mm. emotions. I want somebody to trigger me and I know it, that could be a triggering thing and I react in a good way. Mm. That's mm-hmm. what I want. I like it. That's and awesome. I've noticed that you've actually started ta- tapering yourself. Is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. there have been situations where I was like, oh, Julia. Everyone's Rea. looking. Because look, oh. Sharon is always like, Julia, Sharon is like, you, you're going to say something. <laughs> Whenever did. I say something, yeah. you're always like, you, you're going to say something. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stand up for myself. What the hell? But sometimes you just don't need to. Yeah, mm. 100%. Sometimes it's not the time the time and the place. Mm. So I, Aki, me, I think that will be my, when I get to on the other side of this, yeah, no one can tell me anything. You know, it's so crazy. I was listening to the last episode and we were talking about this and, you know, you were saying about how, you know, Obama, Michelle Obama says, when you go high. Yeah, like, yeah no, should I go? And it's like, look, at the end of the day, it's not really about like, um, you know, would, will I ever get a chance to clear my side of the story or say something? Mm. Sometimes it's to learn how to be like, this doesn't warrant a reaction. Mm. Yeah, Nobody absolutely. actually even cares about my side of the story. Mm. And, and why does my side of the story really matter? You know, so ego. it's just yeah, ego. Exactly. Yeah. You're trying to protect yeah. your ego. Exactly. But I, I have to say, it's fantastic to hear you guys are going for that. I think um, we need to normalize going to therapy. Yeah. And, yeah. and what I always love to say is that it's like if you're taking your car to service mm. every X number of kilometers, why yeah. aren't people taking themselves to service? Mm. Yeah. Right. Your emotional state, your mental state, your personal well-being is more important than any car or any um, material thing you'll have, right? So mm. we should have the same level of um, intentionality yeah. to taking care of ourselves. So congrats. Yeah. Shout out to us. Also, I'm going to clap for you, Jules, for the fact that you identified yeah. the... That, <laughs> Sound effects. Yeah, that you identified... Something oh. after okay. it has happened. <laughs> I thought she was Did saying I ah. But also, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you for getting <laughs> the right sound effects. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really yeah. saying sorry. But I hope you've marked it. I feel like you should put a mark on it. I anyway. t- I've been telling Sharon we need to label this dot here just, so I know which just, one is for applause. Yeah. So, so yeah, I'm also proud of you about aside, uh, the fact that you identified that mm. this trait. Yeah. Because mm. I think the first step is knowing that you have a trait. Because yeah. you don't want... You know, the more people point it out to you, you're probably going to get defensive about it. Mm. Mm-hmm. And accepting it, right? Yeah. And always realizing that when people say things, it's not always about malice. Mm. Mm. It's so just, yeah, it's sometimes it just triggers. Yeah, and absolutely. what a trigger is, something can trigger 
me mm. doesn't trigger Sharon. Mm. Yeah. But the reason it's triggering me is because it's touching on something. something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's yeah. what I want to un- unpack, you know. And I know all these things are uh, always tied down to zero to seven years. Mm. You know, formative um, years. Exactly. Yeah. So I can't I can't I can't do that by myself. I need mm. to I wanna I wanna you know, I'm just so happy. I'm like, I'm happy that happened because now when I wrote down, I'm like, oh, this is why I want to go for therapy. Like, I have a whole yeah. list of why I'm going. Not just, I want to be a better person. Yeah. I want to be, it's good to go for that, but mm. this has, it has evolved. Is the other person saying, you know, I'm happy we had that altercation in Sharon. With Julia. No, but this, this part, no, no. This, this is the kind of person who is so, they, they, they have good emotional regulation. So I envy that from them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, no, it, it was a me thing. I, wow. It was for me recognizing like I didn't have to. Do, I didn't have yeah. to say that. Yeah. yeah, I was defending myself. Yeah, they were asking me something and I got defensive. Mm. And I was like, rrr, rrr, and then uh, looking back, I'm like, do you know this person was just asking? Oh, why do you think you did this, this, and this? Mm. And me, I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she's like, you know, I was just asking you. And I'm like, I know you were. Oh yeah. I yeah. need to go fix myself. Okay, <laughs> just give me a sec. I'll be back. Oh, yeah. so anyways, cute, off to, oh, you're so cute. <laughs> off to um today's episode our conversation is around how our relationship has with food has evolved mm. over time um and i know it's going to segue into Segway. don't <laughs> don't do that you caught it too late i know it's gonna segue into um our body image and how that has also evolved mm. over time this conversation was triggered or just to choose this episode was triggered or inspired by our last episode yeah. where we touched, actually it was the, the recap and mm. I was talking about how um, now I'm looking, I'm, I'm back to my heaviest that I am. I'm, what am I saying? What are you saying? The weight <laughs> I am at now is what I was when I first started working out like 10 years ago yeah. and I lost a lot, lot, lot of weight. And then mm. I like, I stopped working out. I went through my own things. I had a, I was going through a bit of depression that I stopped going to the gym. The yeah. gym was not doing it for me. Yep. And then over years, I've piled on the weight. Mm. So now I'm back where I started. But I was saying how I don't feel as icky as I did then. then. Yeah. And then now when I look at pictures of myself those days, I'm like, I was so skinny. Where was, mm. I, where was I losing my shit, like counting my calories? And, you know, I was very militant with myself. So then now this has evolved into, oh, maybe we should talk about our relationship with, with food. With yep. food. And our bodies. And our yeah. extension. And, and our yeah. bodies. Mm. Um, I don't know if you guys want me to kick off that conversation, especially yeah. Yeah. around food. Let's go, babe. <clears throat> so for me, I was, quote unquote, a normal weight child mm-hmm. up until I got to, it was class three. So I was eight okay. or eight or nine, six, seven, eight. I was eight. And I remember feeling or being feeling fat. But when I look at my pictures then, I was not fat, but I was just, you know what, kids look very skinny in general, like five-year-olds, six-year-olds. So when you have a child that's just a little bit thicker, mm. and I can't remember where it came from. Mm. Um, if somebody told me, um, and and then, so that is the first time I had this image of, oh my God, I'm actually, I've always been a little bit heavier than the rest of the kids, but by, I never used to feel that way up until class three, yeah. um, when I was eight years old. And then I remember even in class six, I discovered something called dieting and I was mm. like, Oh wow, there's a diet. Cause my mom was on a diet. Oh yeah. I remember there was mm. like a, a diet. She, and I said, and she's like, Oh, I'm going to lose weight. I'm like, can I do it too? She's like, no, you're too young. But I, yeah, what I saw her doing, I copied. Yeah. So I would put my own salads in a lunchbox instead of buying, uh, wow. packing crisps and stuff. I started packing what she's, I'd sneak the food. Yeah. And I was like, Oh my God, by the time we're doing exams, I'll be so skinny. 
I couldn't even do it. Yeah. Dude, I was like 11 on my first diet. It's crazy that you had that awareness of dieting. Yeah. In fact, yeah. I even stopped swimming because boys, because I got hips like at like mm. class six. Mm. And I used to love swimming in primary school. It was Thursday yeah. after the first two uh, classes. Lessons. Lessons. Yeah. 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 And I remember hey, swimming was like the thing. Then after I relaxed my hair, I used to want to enter the water and come out with my hair looking straight. And then boys just started telling me things about like, oh, they say thing, I have a big bum. Mm. And I so now after that every every Thursday I was I had a cough or a cold yeah or I had my period and I never swam ever again so I never even learned how to dive because oh, wow. that was the lesson we were in the, we were in the stage of learning how to dive mm. um, and this is all tied down to body image and stuff so for me my relationship with food has always been food is gonna make you fat. Damn. Mm. Um, I've never, I, I never really enjoyed mm. my food up until later when I gave up, when I was like, call me fat. In fact, I wrote it in my journal. Call me fat. I'm tired of thinking. I, I used to envy fat girls, like the, the proper, proper fat girls, because I'm like, you eat and you, it's like, you're, you're fat anyway. <laughs> I don't know if you like. I was so hungry when I was doing diets. When I see people like fat, like caviar girls yeah. eating like an ice cream, mm. I'd be jealous because I'm like they're just I, carefree. They're carefree. Mm. So I was like, I, I was like, I'm tired. I got, I got so tired, man. I have so many details about this conversation. I can write yeah. a whole book about it, but. Yeah, there was a whole evolution. Um, but I just wanted to start with the beginning. With the beginning. Mm. Yeah. It started when I started getting a little bit thicker, and then now in in when we as a preteen, um, I started being noti- I started noticing my hips were bigger. Like my upper body has always been slim, mm. and at that age it was very very slim. But then I had hips, so the boys were like, "Hey, Julia, Julia has, has a big ass." <laughs> <laughs> So oh I stopped goodness. swimming. Yeah. I don't know why those boys sound like Sharon. Ah! <laughs> what do you mean they sound like Sharon? Segue. Julia. 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 Uh, yeah, in primary school, I used to be called Julia. Yeah, I know you told me, but... What about Shikomo? Sounds like Sharon. My relationship is a bit different. Um, so when I was younger, when I was a kid, I was like super, super skinny. Like, emaciated, you know, nicknames like Skinny Balinki, Mlingots. Mlingoti. <laughs> I love Mlingoti. Oh, I hate it. Like actually you know my first email address was that <laughs> <laughs> I had to I had to own it. <laughs> yeah. So it was always like anywhere you go, like you go for a family function, your your aunties are like making comments of ah eat. You look like you haven't you know ever eaten and look you're like I've eaten. But Nobody's recognizing that you, maybe you're just skinny, yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, so the, the jokes were so crazy. Like, and it was from my aunties, that my, yeah. my family, people who I love. I've never, I, actually, I, I don't hold any offense to them. You know, I mean, I don't hold any grudges. Mm. But um, I remember there's one aunt who, who even nicknamed me Naomi Campbell. <laughs> That's a compliment. I'm, I'm, no, it's the context. Oh. It, it's not a tea. Oh, Naomi Campbell is doing... Oh, look at her. She's just... No, it's just like... Are we eating? Everybody, food is ready. Oh, Naomi Campbell, it's okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Yes. Exactly. Savage. You know, so that was just generally the back... People thought that I wasn't eating. And my relationship with food, I can't tell you if I've ever craved anything. Mm. Oh, wow. Like, I don't think I've ever craved... Me too. You know, like, I'll tell you, like, you know what? Like, I have... I could eat anything, like, as long as it passed the taste... Taste test. Yeah, yeah. taste test. Yeah. Like if it passes the taste test, I don't care what I'm putting in my mouth. It could be like bread with avocado. And like blah, 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 blah. So that's what I used to uh, envy. Yeah, like I, I, I never, you had, you didn't have that hyper awareness. awareness about what you're putting into your mouth. Yeah, but now I started. Oh, okay. About it. Now it's just like, am I eating enough? Am I, you know, should I be eating more? But then 
your stomach fills up. So it means there's not any more that you can take. Um, and then actually my preteen years were the worst because mm. I was like extremely skinny. Actually, I went to a boarding school and came back. I went there for two years and I came back and I just remember, like if I show you the photos from then, I can never. My cousins are always like, you just hit your first billion, bitch. Mm. <laughs> we'll release the photos. But like I'm, I was super skinny. Like, and then you're just seeing my big head because my cranium, <laughs> my cranium is growing. You know, my brain, my brain's growing. So, so, but the rest of the body is like, literally, like I looked emaciated. When I joined primary school here, what ended up happening is that everybody around you, like, is my periods came late, my hips haven't popped. Mm. You know, I just look like a boy, boy. And I mean, really? Yeah. And I mean, class eight. You know, so I'm just like, shit. Like, still here, there's just like nipples. I'm just like, guys, I'm a girl, I promise. What's happening? (laughs) You know, and then I'm I'm a tomboy to death. So I'm just like, shit. Maybe I called it on this. Yeah. (laughs) She makes it more like a girl, anyway. But God. He's a graceful and merciful God. Good, Amen. Good Friday. Let me tell you that break between primary school, class eight to high school. It's like two, three months there. Yeah. Do you know my hips showed up? Do you know my hair just came out of my hair? <laughs> Do you know as my tears just <laughs> by the time I entered from one term one? Uh-huh. I was a new person. <laughs> so so then I started getting comfortable with my body. Oh wow. Yeah. So before it was like the relationship I had with food, I mean, I, I could not relate food with body. But like I, it was constantly being just a food was like sustenance. Yeah, it's yeah. Like when you put super or you put juice, whatever, nobody cares. It's just fuel, you know. But there was so much uh, pressure for you should look like us, mm. you know, and I didn't. Mm. What about you, Morito? I think I'd be very keen to hear a male's perspective mm. because for me, my relationship with food and body is directly related to men. Mm-hmm. Same. The, there was actually a funny meme, or not a meme, a reel that was trending online. Um, from uh, um, from what was this show called Living Color the one with Queen Latifah yeah, yeah. Life did you see it Living Color yeah. Living Color where, yeah. where some, when, yeah so this this one of the girls was like what what do you think we would do if there was no men in the world and then Queen Latifah the, her character was like We'd, there'd we'd, be no crime. We'd be no, there'd be no crime and we'd all be fat uh, and happy. happy. <laughs> Wait, that's living single. Oh, living, living single. single. Right, yeah. like living single. Yeah, and I was like, that's so that's true. So true. Yeah. So. Shannon, do you know what living single is? I, I can deduce from it's the... Okay. from the, Oh, from gosh. Because yeah. we're living single. <laughs> so that's the song. I don't that know is. the song. Oh, that. well done. But like, I know she's right. She, whoa, 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 whoa. Put me in your box. Put me in your box. I'm clutching at a straw. Nope. Oh my god, we should watch Living Single. Is that what you're you body shaming me? <laughs> wow, no, she should so clutch at a straw. You guys, I didn't come You guys, you guys are finishing hey, me. Morito, go ahead. Morito, let me tell you, our podcast is mad. Bants, Bants. Do you know, first of all, Combox, Karibu Sana on this podcast. Because hey. it's my first time to be on the show oh, yeah. with you here. Yeah. yeah. And I have to say, like, the energy is different. Yeah. In an awesome way, right? Yeah. It was always great, but like, anyway. Um, to your question, Jules, I think listening to Quambox, I think one of the key things that I'm just thinking in my mind is mm. this phrase. I was talking to a friend of mine and saying, if there's one thing I'm going to reinforce to my son is to be patient, right? And because, you know, I, I think kids are mean, yeah, right? Like yeah. really, really mean, right? And like I was listening to you about the swimming and thinking, I don't know if you started swimming again, but no, like what, what a shame and what a travesty that that particular moment mm-hmm. actually changed the way 
your life has been yeah. and it's so so important and i think that's why earlier i was saying about therapy and being able to actually go through that as a way of servicing your own well-being your mind your body and everything um but for me my my relationship with food i guess it's how i grew up right my grandmother was very um classic in terms of how she allowed me to eat my mother would be like oh eat 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 same thing mm-hmm. but my grandmother was very simple it was like i'll say thank you if he's hungry he'll he eat eats, yeah. right leave him alone and trust me it's hard for a parent to actually do that but i i think that it's important to have that balance right of really knowing that if you're hungry eat but also don't think too much about it right and it's not a female or male thing i think about food i think about my weight you're Even a foodie today. you're a foodie and i love food Can right I not to interrupt you the way we know we had hot dogs before we started the the recording i wish you saw how charles was dividing how much ketchup and mayo and mustard like it's it's like a mathematical equation don't worry ratios in yours. food <laughs> ratios in food are important right and i i think you you are a foodie child like you you you're very particular about tastes and yep. you know i definitely love my food and i think i've mm. grown to love food even more right mm. food for me in fact i joke and i say it's my biggest downfall to my body image and my weight maintenance and all of that because guess what i want to eat all the time now <laughs> right when i was younger i didn't care about food i didn't care about eating and i was that skinny tall boy right yeah. and with a big cranium um, <laughs> cranium and 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 and, and 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 i also had a big ass so like, <laughs> guys guys were in my um in 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 primary school they know what they used to call me like in but as, but mostly for guys having nyash it's is super difficult yeah yeah because yeah. like, you, you? You, you know I, i'm not saying because <laughs> i know sharon is going to be introducing me on every <laughs> podcast yeah going on. yeah actually i remember we had another guy in our, in our school who had the biggest and we we teased our, t- our kids are horrible yeah and, and remember oh, you God. remember primary remember. school Those shots, eh? They're not made. <laughs> They're not Just, made. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to accommodate any, any of that. Yeah. So yeah. anyway. Um, so. But like if you're in school right now, they'd call you Nyashinsky. <laughs> ah, huh? goodness, Lord. Like, for real. Like, oh, no. I'm not giving... I'm not giving kids ideas. <laughs> like, my guy, I was called Mlingoti. I, I'm allowed to... <laughs> Mlingoti. Mlingoti, Ngoti. Mlingo, they not mlingo is. Yeah, as a, a pole. pole. Yeah, they want for, the for the flag. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> But did you used to get offended? Of course. Cuz I've not even told you what my aunties used to call me. Naomi Campbell. The sugar cane stock. No, Naomi Campbell said. came later. Okay. Mm-hmm. The sugar cane stock in Kisi is called Manengo. <laughs> <laughs> like in Kisi I just learned like this. When my shosho is happy with me she's like Sheila. But she's like Manengo. But anyway, it, in, it to be fair to my family, all the kids have a nickname. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like a right my, my 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 sister was called Togoro, which is she mean? has big eyes. <laughs> Why is it about your body features? <laughs> that's that's that all. It, it Look, if you can be me after you've gone through the academy of my family. Mm. Yeah. Okay, mm. makes sense. Sorry, Charles. Charles yeah. Yeah. I think it's a balance. When you're younger, I think that 
you're not confident in yourself. You don't know yourself. You're still trying to figure yourself out. So what people say about you always affects you. Mm. And worst of all, you're trying to fit in, Mm -hmm. right? The last episode, you're talking about uniformity and all of that, right? But that's what people at that age, you're trying to do. You're trying to be the coolest kid, um, be part of that cool kid. um, What is it called? The cool kids, right? Mm. But as you grow up, and I think that's, for me, the most important thing is to actually teach our children confidence, mm. right? Just to be independent, to be confident, and to know that life is phases. And one day you're skinny, the next you'll be heavier, the next you'll be skinny again, and boom, 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 right? Yeah. But just be confident in yourself. And that self-confidence, to me, everything. I have a question mm. for you guys. Mm. Um, actually, Sharon, you didn't, you didn't even tell us about oh my. Your, your kind of... History. Mm-hmm. What kind of relationship yeah. do you have with food? Like maybe then versus, versus now? now. So mine has been consistent. So my mom always tells me I've been a bad feeder, like from when I was breastfeeding mm. to to this day. So I'm like combox. Like I eat when I'm hungry. But if I'm not hungry, I I won't even think about food. So I don't. I eat for sustenance, and I won't actually crave something special. Like I'll just eat whatever is nearby. That's what I'm gonna eat. And I think back to body image, and I'm so glad you talked about body image being tied to men, because for me, that's 100% how it was. Like, my whole life, I'd, I'd, never, I'd never thought being skinny was even a thing. Like, I've just always been, I've, I've been thin, not skinny. Like, I'm, I'm just a thin person. And uh, when, when I was in high school, being thin worked for me, because I was very sporty. I wasn't bullied. If anything, I was, whatever the opposite of being, I was celebrated, because like, if you're, if you're active and you're thin, you're sports captain. Like my body was, it was, it was a non-issue. Then when I went into high school, towards the later years, um, as I was even getting closer to going to uni, that's when now you're 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 getting into getting in touch with like this thing of boys and is Sharon, you know, cute or oh, not cute? What would be the word? Like, are you, you know, so how guys were, yeah, guys were telling you you have hips, so you're 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 hearty or whatever. So for me, it was the opposite. Like I saw all my friends getting all these accolades and getting so much clout from the boys and I wasn't getting any of that. So I was very insecure because I felt like I'm not, I'm not sexy. Like this, this thing for being sexy was, was something. Desire. You're not desirable. I'm not desirable. Yeah. To the, to, to, to guys, to Mm. boys. Right. Your hips were not lying. (laughs) They were telling you. Your hips were lying. No. Oh, yeah. My hips were lying. Your hips were lying. And so that that's when I came into that awareness of hey yeah I'm not attractive like I'm very like I'm, I'm I have a good personality like because, because I have a good personality <laughs> and you like sports and I like, like sports. the boys <laughs> but no one desires me like all my friends had they they had a crush someone had a crush on them me I'm just there one of the boys and they used to call me Sean my nickname was Skelly uh, my nicknames were. <laughs> I think Skele was the most, the one that really, you know, used to make me very, very sad and insecure because I, I didn't think I was thin. I just, I thought this is how we are at this age till yeah. I started noticing all my female friends have a crush. There's someone who's desiring them and me, I'm just over here. Then when I went to uni in the UK. Oh, you didn't have crushes in primary school? So I had a crush, but it wasn't reciprocal. Like oh. they, they just thought I'm Because I'm like boys. in high school. I'm like, I, I had a crush in class three. That's no, class me, three. Me, I had a crush on them. Girl. But I could, yeah, I could yeah, not say. In class four as well. I, could, I couldn't. I could, they didn't like me back because I, I wasn't looking. 
the part the part like mm. I, you know it's not like you know i feel like when you're that age as young boys you want the hottest chick in in school that was not me not yeah. even in the nearest you know mark but when i went to uni and i think it's because my body type at the time is what like your typical caucasian man would be like. interested in so that's when me i began sort of my journey as like a being desirable because there i was getting a lot of male attention not from black men but from white men mm-hmm. and it just that that sort of became my like compass my north 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 pole what is it called north north star north star and uh yeah so for me it's it's always been tied to being desirable so even now actually what changed later was me getting a lot of body shaming now when i started doing more stuff on like instagram content creation so i would get so much body shaming because i'm thin people would assume i'm doing drugs people would assume i'm like all sorts of you know you know that's stuff. wild because your body is for me is like that has always been when you guys talk about your thin experience mm. i we've talked about this before but i'm like i just don't feel the Babe. i don't feel the issue i don't feel but that's the thing you'd, right? yeah you'd, and, I, and even the way you look on instagram like with your kathai gap and your nice you'd, you'd nice think? dark hair i'm like me i'll be like milongoti is me i wouldn't feel i wouldn't get offended like it wouldn't hurt my feelings there was a day someone a girl who follows me on instagram um i went to high school with her but no to uni with her and but we we're not even close at all and she walked up to me and she's like hey hi sharon you haven't seen you in forever like damn girl what's going on like you're so thin yeah oh wow like are I you okay well. uh, yeah and i've never like, experienced what, what, why are you side? assuming exactly. that i'm not okay because mm. i'm thin and this is someone i don't even know that well like we just know each other from uni yeah. and for me i feel like that's that's my my thinness recently has become a point of of insecurity oh wow because even and I, i'll dare say even in, in certain workspaces and i think i've told julia this a few times when you when you look a certain way when you're like a small girl people don't take you seriously at all like they they assume or they they talk over you they they denigrate you like you're you're your your body experienced exactly your body from is tied from yeah. a work perspective and um and i've felt that a lot in a lot of corporate spaces that i've been in mm. and i feel like i have to now overdo so that i can gain some respect and i know it's purely based on my body type and i've been in spaces with with women who i've worked with and they're just like hey you know small girls like you young girls like you you know sharon can just eat whatever she wants and it's in a yeah. in a way that's denigrating you, it's not yeah respectful it's not banter I know what it's you very mean. snide and i feel like that is an element of body shaming that yeah. we don't talk about often because yeah. it's almost like sometimes skinny girls aren't allowed so, yeah. to speak on 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 body shaming issues because we have the ideal body type and it's like no we all have a piece of that struggle because i don't know I, i just feel like sometimes as skinny girls it's like you're not allowed to even yeah. speak about yeah. it it's like you you're know? the prize you yeah. know it's interesting you mentioned that because um i was telling i think i told you guys the last time that you guys oh my god you didn't tell me that i was emaciated when i was there like, mm. oh yeah because yeah. i've recently oh, you guys <laughs> <laughs> woo I was giving myself the mirror today and I was jump, jumping up like this and my titties were like bouncing and I was like <laughs> adding me such vibes. Oh. Yeah. It's okay, Sharon, you'll get there. I'll get there. You'll get there eventually. <laughs> yeah. But Actually, that's, but no, that's I'm going to interject and say don't worry about getting there. Just be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Honestly, no, but my like, nyash nowadays, guys, come on. Yeah, it's come giving, on it's now. giving. Come on now. Yeah. Come also, on I have now. to say that Skelewu, Nini, Skelewu is better than me. Skelewu. 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 Any now, anytime so, I hear Skelewu, it's not going to be the same. I, yeah. But yeah, so, so, 
the, the thing about someone walking up to you and telling you, oh, you look so skinny. I remember there's one person who flew into the country, hadn't seen me in a while. Mm. And this was like three years ago. And they walked up to me and they were like, they pulled me aside. And they were like, Kwambox, are you okay? You know? Yeah. And we're not close, right? So for me, I was like, and she, she, she was telling me that I look sick. Right? Are you okay? You so look that, sick. That usually annoys I'm me just so like, much. And it, that thing, I think it's part of the reason why I, like, I started adding weight because I'm like, eh? mm. you know. I'm um, sure you. But, but, but that was the first time. And then recently I looked at photos and I, I was, I guess you guys were telling me I was dying. I was, <laughs> I was looking skinny. But like, yeah. So I don't think there's anyone I've ever seen who mm. is skinny and I'm like, ooh, are they okay? I've never ever seen that. Like, mm. I, 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 I've not experienced it. So um, even with me, because you've known me a while. Was I've known you. skinniness where you're no. like, hey, Sharo, are you? No, no, no. Fine? No, me no, neither. No, mm-hmm. I haven't. I, I I haven't seen somebody who's skinny and I'm like, are they okay? So maybe I, I need to comb through my mind a little bit. But you see, the, I feel like the struggle is different for mm. people who, people like me. Mm. Um, so there's different body types that you might know of. Uh, these three, the ectomorph, mesomorph, and endomorph. So for somebody like Sh- English, yeah. Hey. So for hey. somebody like Sharon, she is an ectomorph. What does that mean? Um, so ecto is ecto is somebody who they they have a very small frame and they have to really up like if they want to gain muscle and stuff, they really have to be at a surplus in their mm-hmm. calories, calories yeah. Yeah. Um, to to get their desire. Like let's say even for men, a guy who's trying to build, he has yeah. to work he has to eat, 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 eat mm, much, eats. much yeah. yeah, to to get that buff frame. So that's ecto. And then you have mesomorph. Okay, let me come talk to me. So there's ecto and then there's endo. Endo is me, mm. where I look at a hamburger and I gain half a kilo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I smell food and I'm just like me. Yeah. A moment on the lips, lifetime on the hips. That's me. Like, so I'm constantly eating. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? It's easy for us to gain weight, much harder to lose weight. Yeah. Most like, most likely our metabolisms are slower. Mm. Me and you can eat the same food, mm. babe. Even though you're saying you don't have an appetite, whatever. We can eat the same for three months and you see I'll gain and you won't gain weight. You mm. probably even yeah. lose weight. Yeah. Um, and then you have the middle one, which is the mesomorph. They are a mix of ecto mm. and endo. Yeah. Um, so they lose weight very quickly, but they also gain weight very, very quickly. quickly. Yeah. That's like the ideal. You know, these guys who go to the gym for like two weeks, and all of a sudden huge. they are ripped. Yeah. Oh yeah, baby. I think that's me. I think that's yeah. you. I could, I could like do you. push-ups for two weeks. And then your arms are... And the other day I went to the office, I'm like, oh man, I think I need to slow down. <laughs> yeah. So you see, like that's, yeah. that for me, that would be so ideal. Murito, what do you think your body type is out of these three descriptions? Ecto, endo, mesomorph? Let me put it this way. See, I moved back home in 2013. Yeah. By August 21, put on almost 20 kilos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm very expressive. 20 kilos is also a lot. It's like 45 pounds. But it creeps on you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I literally went from 74, 75 kg to like 95. Mm-hmm. Right? And th- at that point, I was like, hey, I know I'm happy. Like, Kini. <laughs> How old were you? How happy are you? How old were you when you gained this weight? See, from 37, mm. 37 to 46. And I'm just, I just got to ask, how much do you weigh now? Now I've dropped back down to 80. Okay. I, I was I've just asking because 10. I feel like I'm like, okay, I'm 35. Maybe I should just 
forever before like I, will I ever lose no, weight no you will, right? <laughs> but i think so if you can lose weight at that seven maybe no, you, you will right but i just feel like my metabolism is slowing down everything is now for real for real when i see a hamburger i got fat no me, me too and my problem is i also love eating yeah but um come, come back to morags uh, ask huh? okay yeah, yeah. so the thing is yeah so have you guys ever back to the relationship with food mm. have you ever been in a situation where you're either trying to diet to lose weight mm. or to gain weight gain, gain weight. weight and how that relationship with food was right so for people like me i feel like it's a completely different space mm. maybe also i have a bit of bitterness when when i hear somebody like sharon saying I was offended when somebody said, look at you, you can't gain weight. Because <laughs> I'm like, girl, stop. But I'm, I'm, I'm working on it. Now, the reason I'm saying this is because for me, yeah. for me to lose weight mm-hmm. or to get to the body I want to, I have to be at a calorie deficit. Calorie deficit. Mm. I, For me to get to the body I want to, I have to restrict my eating. But you see how Morito was talking about um, the servicing of the car. Mm. You can also abandon a car. Yeah. Yeah. But you cannot abandon. You cannot come out of yourself and say I'm tired. Mm. You, your it body, is you. It yeah. is you. Yeah. Secondly, food is with us every day. Yeah. It's we can't. I can't abandon food and say I'm done. I'll just be drinking air. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's we have to eat food. But then, it, so I f- I usually feel like it's harder to be in a calorie deficit than it is to be mentally than it is to be in a surplus. But that's just from mm, from okay. the perspective I've, of an endomorph. Mm. Yeah. Um, and so for me, the relationship with food is, is that yeah. eating was constantly a numbers thing, especially when I learned calories and what they are and how to count them. I had a notebook. Like literally the other day I went to my, I have a thing of a, a, a box I have called Box of Sentimentals mm-hmm. and I keep some of my notebooks. So there's one notebook I saw and I was like, what do I have? Where do I still have this? I open it. I'm like, oh my God, this was my dieting, um, whatever. So I used to log in before apps or... Jeez, I yeah. used to log in. I used to write down everything I eat mm. plus their calories. So now because of that, I know calories of everything. You can ask me, apple, I know it's 90 calories. A slice of bread, depending if it has oats, mm. I mean, if it has whatever, I know it's either 90 calories, 110. Um, an egg is 70 calories without the yolk. Wow. The yolk is by itself has 50 calories and the egg white has, I think, 17 to 19. So I'd do like four egg whites and one egg yolk, mm. you know, so I could, I could feel I could get full on less calories. And I was like, I was trying to get to 1200 calories a day so that I can be, have a 700 deficit because, you know, your body needs 2000 calories wow. a day. Yep. And wow. then I'd be like one kilogram has 7,700 calories. So if I want to use, lose one kilogram in a week, I have to be at a deficit every day, divide by seven. Ta, 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 ta. Yes. So that was my life. And that was at, how old was I? 24? Was that enjoyable? Were you enjoying it? No. It was, it was tasking. It was tasking. So. But then mm. I, I thought, you know, when people tell you, how bad do you want it? Ah, you know I what see, I mean? Yeah. So my relationship with food has always been food is going to make make me fat. Yeah. And I can't enjoy food. And you skinny people come and tell me, you know, I have to try so hard because I, mm. I'm like, I'd rather have the issue to gain weight than to lose weight. Now, this didn't start at 24. When I was in class five, I specifically remember one August holiday Yeah, when I learned about, first of all, it was very shocking to discover chips make you fat. Everything I like <laughs> yeah, make you fat. So I was like, what? So what am I supposed to eat? Like, I didn't know. But then I told my, so in my 10-year-old mind, I remember my, my dad was like, okay, you're going to be on holiday for 33 days. So you have 33 days to, so you need to decide when you're going to do your homework, da, 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 whatever. Yeah. And I remember thinking in my head, I'm not thinking about when I'm going to do my homework. Me, I'm thinking I have 30 days to not eat. I thought I can eat, I can stay hung. If I don't eat for 30 days, yeah. I'll be skinny when I go back to school so that I can go back to swimming. Oh, wow. And 
I didn't Kid manage. I, I, I was like, <laughs> I won't eat until for 30 days. You know, I'm oh, 10. I don't know what yeah. the fuck I'm doing. So I went outside to play without eating breakfast. Let me tell you when the house, he called us for lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember it was rice and mince meat. Me, I used to like rice, mince meat, and a kambosho there with the cabbage. Nearly <laughs> cool. I was like, I failed. I only survived breakfast. So that's how I started from all the way then. Yeah. So for me, everything that used to come into my mouth, I knew it's potentially going to make me gain weight. Oh, wow. Um, it's deep. And so I used to, so one time I remember when my mom, now because I'm a growing child, so my mom was like, oh, you no longer wear this size of jeans. Let me take them back. We get you a bigger one. I used to hate that feeling. Like, mm. And then the scale is another thing. I was yeah. so, I, I, I get, so I have so much PTSD. Recently I went to hospital and she's like, can you now step on the scale? I'm like, I was here three weeks ago. So you just use no, that use weight. Um, like, cause I don't want to, cause I'll see the number and then mm, my mood obsessing. is affected for the rest of the day. Wow. Um, but anyway, I stood on that weighing scale and I was like, this is who I am. Like I really mm. had to force myself and I'd gained a kilo. I was like, fuck, <laughs> what the hell? Gosh. Yeah. I didn't know, babe, that you, it's, it's something, um, like really front and center for you. Yeah. Food is very center. Um, so mm. I kind of gave up what happened in, I, cause I came back from the UK. I was Walking out like crazy in the UK. Mm. I lost some. I even did a juice diet. I was supposed to do it for 21 days. I only managed 13 days because my boyfriend uh, surprised me. He was he was he was a UK Navy. So you know how they are called to go uko, yeah. uko Portsmouth. So he disappeared. Then he came back without telling me. And then he's like, let's go to eat. And I, he didn't know I was on a, a juice fast. So I was not mm. eating. I was only juicing. And juicing is like, you know, the spinach, celery, da, 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 da. That's all I was doing. Four, five times a day. Rabbit food. And you, and you lose half a pound a day. Can you imagine? Let me tell you, I was skinny. <laughs> but um, what was I saying? Oh, so I come back to Kenya and I, I'm still on that, you know, Walking losing weight, losing weight. And I was yeah. looking, I was really, I think I was looking my best, but I was not my best in my heart. Mm, and that's what matters. By so, the way. so I, I, I just hate, you know, I eat a chocolate today, tomorrow I'm running five extra laps. Mm. That's how I used to look at, at fitness. And I got so drained. Yeah. And then I, I, I listened to some random podcast about this thing. Mm. And this babe was like, just call me fat. I'm over it. So then yeah. I got to my journal. I'm like, I want to eat food and not think about it. 700 calories, yeah. 1500 calories. Can I ask a question? Yeah. I was reading this um, article and they were talking about food as an addiction, right? Mm. Because, you know, there's... And I, I, I'm not here to offend anyone. We're just open. We're speaking openly. Um, when you're growing up, you know, you, you'd hear someone say like, "Being fat is wanting for yourself, right? It's something you've chosen because all you had to do is not eat, right?" And then they'd give examples like, "Look, I've ever seen a fat person in Somalia, in Turkana, you know, where there's no food, right? Or when you go shags, do you really see, you know, like really?" Obese, obese people, people, or even just fat. Forget even fat, obese, yeah. like just fat, right? And they'd say, "Oh, it's because it's what they're eating." So, um, and, and this, this, this is actually a, a, a document around junk food and the effects that it has that could be as as damaging as or as addictive as drugs, yeah. alcohol, cigarettes, right? Because when I'm hearing you speak and you can enlighten me, um. It's like, okay, fine. When you're doing the juicing, you're losing that much, right? And chances are the things that you're eating are not necessarily what you'd call healthy choices from uh, like when to, you know, like someone would be like, okay, why don't you eat like kale, cut out, you know, like 
too much meat, right? But when you think about too much meat from a scale of I've been eating steak, and then what is too much meat? For the average Kenyan, too much meat is even two pieces of meat. Right, so so then you'd hear conversations about, like, say, obesity. Like when the conversation began, it was like Americans and their unhealthy eating habits, mm. and really they've 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 exported that in not in not in not so many terms. If you look at like um, Middle East right now, they're battling obesity. obesity. Yeah, if you look at really? like the Don't islands, yeah, yeah. If you look at the islands, like you know stuff like Coca Cola, I say that with my chest because. Just didn't work with them anymore. <laughs> so, so, but but if you look at brands like say Coca Cola, I mean they they used to push the narrative, and I, and I want you to follow my my Lini. When they push Coca Cola, they'd say, like now Easter, what are the ads for Coca Cola? Food has cooked food, food yeah. yeah. But then all the table happiness, yeah. So so those slowly started becoming addictive habits that could have led to because when I hear you say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm counting and I'm counting, and I'm like. This sounds like an addiction, sort of of sorts. That mm. there's no like I, I can't. What is the addiction? The counting or the eating? What are you saying? The calories. The calories. Counting the calories. No, mm. the cal- the calories intake start becoming like an addiction, right? The because eating or the, the not eating. Or the stuff that you're eating, right? The I'm counting not saying, of the calories or the calories gaining eating. the calories and just the calories in themselves. Because, okay, I want you to reverse back. Mm-hmm, Let's go mm-hmm. back. Right? Look at. A country before, say, fast food, right? People are eating like, you know, just the, the, the usual mm, stuff, right? Terere. The average household eats like, say, two pieces of meat. Two two pieces, like two But cubes. meat doesn't make you fat. fat. Yes. It's, but like if you eat if you eat half a kg of meat. Also like the portion. Yes. So most, most say, for example, Kenya, and if you see the study around obesity, especially in our country, with focus, say, in Mombasa, right? you start to see the pattern when fast food jo- joins there. Like when we're talking about fast food, we're talking about like say cheese. Oh, so you're saying guys are addicted to the fast food. Yes. Okay. So these f- meals are, because mm. it's, I don't think you can say, look, I want to, like I actually like juicing because it doesn't give you the same. That's endorphin. That's exactly that's dopamine that, right. say for example, a burger or fries or, yeah. or meat or so steak I, I or whatever. I think I get your question. So mm-hmm. let me respond and then you tell me if I'm responding to you the right way. Um, for you to lose weight, you have to be at a calorie deficit. And what that basically means, your body at rest, at a basal, the BMI, basal metabolic rate, if you sit down on the couch and do nothing the whole day, your body will use 2,000 calories for yeah. a, a woman. For a woman. Uh, for a 2,400. Man, 2,400 for a man. Now, if you eat in one day 2,000 calories, in that day, you will not gain anything because your body has used 2,000 calories and you've eaten 2,000 calories. If you eat 2,500 calories, you'll be at a surplus of 500 calories. But if you eat and then go to the gym, you'll be at a deficit. Now, if you eat healthy and then work out, you'll be at a deficit, and over time, you'll lose weight. Now, I don't eat primarily fast food. I cook 80% of my meals. Today, I've had a Subway. Fine, that's like a fast food thing. Um, growing up, we... The junk food you're talking about is maybe not, maybe we're, we're not on the same page because I didn't really grow up eating a lot of junk food. We cooked most of our meals, but we, we gain weight because maybe 
um, maybe we ate, maybe I ate maybe too much carbohydrates, which is the rices and the chapatis and the whatever. But then there's mm. also another factor: your metabolism. Your metabolism. Exactly. Mm. And um, I was just going to say, you is know, it metabolism meta- or metabolism? Metabolism, whatever. Yeah. And 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 I, and I get the point of saying, um, I don't think. Okay, I can say without a doubt that not everybody who is overweight has a food addiction. I agree. And it also and comes also down. you have people who are in impoverished areas, and I've looked at observed like one mamas. Yes. And I'm like, how is this mother this big, this heavy? Mm-hmm. And she's eating organic. She's eating organic food. And I'm like, is it because they're eating maybe too much mandazi or too much? What is it? Is it maybe she has a, a family planning? Like, what's causing? Um, so, in cases of extreme, impo- um, like Somalia, of course, you're not going to see. And I'm sorry to Somali. I'm not. <laughs> this is not. This is just an example. Like even in, Kenya, even yeah. Kenya, like like uh, whatever. But even in in extreme cases like that, everyone is on starvation mode. So you are not going to see it. But in a place where now people are eating one or two mm. to three meals a day, yeah, food is in abundance. Food is in a uh, food is in abundance, or it's accessible. Acce- yeah, accessible. There is always going to be like the, that's the example I was trying to say. Me and Sharon can eat healthy food, mm. considered healthy. Doma yeah. in the morning. Boiled this, da, 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 but I will gain and she will lose because of our, because of our body types. Yeah. And that's I what don't know I was what going you to think say. about that, Charles. Yeah, mm. but, you know, like you said, women on average consume or utilize two thousand calories a day. Men twenty five hundred calories a day. However, depending on how fast or slow your metabolic rate is, that woman may consume two thousand five hundred calories a day. Right, that's what their body is burning because that's just how you're made up, right? And a man could be consuming or need 2,000. So anything more than 2,000, they're adding weight, right? So I think it's also important to be able to know what's your metabolic rate. Mm. Because if that is going to... Inform uh, your inform food choices. Yeah. Your food choices, but also yeah. how much you actually need to eat. Yeah, yeah. Right? And maybe that's why my grandmother would be like, hey, if he's angry, you'll eat. Yes, but is, I yeah. was going to ask you something, Sharon. Mm, mm. You said you eat when you're hungry or when you feel hungry. Mm. But how does that like inform? Mm. Because... Like, I have to say, me, I'm always hungry. <laughs> you know, that's what you <laughs> said last time. <laughs> like, and then maybe we need to adopt this. Thing. It's <laughs> called intuitive eating. Apparently, it's a, it's a thing. Sometimes we eat because we've our bodies. There's an, now, in fact, where that thing of addiction maybe comes. <laughs> yeah. Our body thinks we are hungry it's because we have. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you, hey. if you no, just. For sure, it's, and I think Sheila and I are the same because yeah. it will get. Like, the day you start, you don't have breakfast. Then at some point at 3 p.m., your body, because it's not functioning, you're feeling dizzy. Yeah. Then you're like, What's going Something's on? Wrong, Something's yeah. wrong. Oh, at it's because I'm hungry. And you, re- you don't even realize it's because I'm hungry. Something will have to be so often. You're like, oh, I haven't eaten. Not I'm hungry. Wow. I haven't eaten. Those are yeah. two very different statements. For me, it's like I'll be catty. Like yeah. if, if I just walk into a place and I'm already like, what the you fuck? You won't connect that you're hungry. You'll just connect that you've yeah. not eaten. Can I tell you my experience with hunger, pang. Sorry. Yeah, so not, to, not to Nini, but... And that's why I, I, I was so happy we were talking about relationship with food. Because for us, it is sustenance. It's not... It's very rare for me to say, oh, I'm hungry. I'll be like, oh, I haven't eaten because right. I will collapse and die. So, because I do that, I, 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 I'm not usually very hungry in the morning. Mm. So I, that's why I adopted a lot of intermittent fasting in my life. Yeah. I would go like that, but mine is a decision. Mm. I'm oh, actually okay. restricting Restric- myself. Yes. I am hungry. 
Mm. And I walk through that hunger pang. It gets to 11. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, just get to two. I get yeah. to two yeah. and then I'll eat. I'm like, okay, I've, had, I've done 16 hours fasting. Then I'll eat. But I, mm. my, body, my stomach, I'm like, grrr, Yeah, grrr. so now like, for like, us, we need to encourage ourselves to eat and to eat a, you know, a good amount of good food, meal. a yeah. good, a good, a healthy yeah. proportion. Because yeah. I can eat like if, for breakfast. I, I literally don't feel any hunger. Yeah. I have to force myself to eat because I know at 3 p.m. at some point, yeah, I'm gonna feel dizzy and feel and that's my uncomfortable. That's, I yeah. do the show. I wake up 3:30. Exactly. I'll have coffee. I'll probably have three glasses of water, and then around. 2 p.m. Yeah, that's probably when, when I'm going to have yeah. my first meal. But mm. but remember like the year where I was telling you I was at the at the at the sh- at the place next to work and I used to order the hot dog crisps and ribena. That was my meal. <laughs> That's that was my wild. meal for like 24 hours. Like yeah. that was every So day. I don't know if that's a genetic thing. Is it a, cause for, you see how you, for you, yeah. it's like, at the, oh, what's wrong? Mm. Oh, it's cause I haven't eaten. I know exactly what's, what's wrong. wrong. Yeah. I'm pushing, I'm trying to tell myself, chill, you don't need to eat. Mm. And I don't think that's about addiction. And you're not addicted. So, yeah. It's a body type thing. It's an insulin yeah. and, thing. And relationship with food. It might also be also psychological. Also yes. psychological, yeah. but I think it's also like, the, the, like, you know, the insulin resistance, thyroid, the thyroid that, that kind of, your body weight so i think all these different body types they yeah, are they affected have a yeah because yeah because yeah, I, I i grew up with my brother and my sister in the same household yeah yeah but my you, brother my god yeah. <laughs> but the way he used to eat yeah and like eating six slices of bread in the morning squeezing <laughs> them and then having that with tea i mean i'm have, do you know what i eat today for breakfast i eat one slice of bread with two eggs And I'm full. Mm. And I would, even the, like when I'm dating somebody mm. and they're always eating like three slices of bread with two, four eggs and, and they're not, not gaining weight. And at me, I'm like, I don't yeah. think this is, this it's is just my, my boy. I'm big boned motherfucker. It's genetic. Yeah, yeah. My brother and my sister, my brother, <laughs> big bone, motherfucker. Mother, my brother and my sister, I watch how they eat in that house. And me and my mom are just like, the math is not what is thing. this? Yeah. Yeah. Me, I, have a I want those genes, those genetics. Man. I have a question. I don't even know if you have time, but I'd love to hear everyone's point on this one. Yeah. Have you heard of this thing called body dysmorphia? Yes. Yes. So body dysmorphia is, I'm just reading from the Googles. It's a mental Ooh. illness uh, that involves an obsessive focus on a perceived flaw in your appearance yes. yeah. tied to your body. Yes. The flaw may be minor or imagined. So with all this we're talking about, Is there an element of your body that you think it's a little bit of body dysmorphia? Not because, yeah. of course, the body dysmorphia is a whole mental illness, but there's elements of body dysmorphia where, to you, you think this is a really big deal. But maybe other people have told you, actually, nah, like, this, you're, you're normal. You're not overweight or you're not very skinny or you're not this. Like, it might be something that is just mentally in, ingrained in you, but yeah. it's, it might not be real. I think it's 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 twofold, right? One, I think there's that element of people having told you something for so long mm. that it becomes reality or becomes a real um, thing in your mind your that mind. really bugs you, right? And so for the rest of your life, it bugs you to conquer it and overcome that, almost to the obsessive state of saying, I'm going to show you, right? And that doesn't just come in terms of body dysmorphia. It's also like, you know, you grew up poor, And you're like, yeah. I'm going to show you guys. Or you couldn't get the girls when you were younger and you're like, I'm going to show you. Or you couldn't get the, you know, like th- that, yeah. that element of trying to overcompensate. Mm. So that's one. But I think the other element is, which is unfortunate, is when 
there's no correlation between what you see yeah and and, and what it is yeah right and i think that that's where um which on the extreme side you have people who are bulimic and yeah, people anorexic. who are anorexic and you know and that's really tough and you know like there was a show that i was watching years ago and you'll see that i remember this so vividly this girl she was literally like 20 something kilos in her 20s right but she thought she was fat mm. right and that's now the extreme end of it mm. and she ended up dying because at some point literally she was um um on iv drip just to be able oh, to retain I remember nutrition. that she was a model yeah, yeah. right yeah. so unfortunate like super skinny but yeah. i think that again going back to the point i was saying earlier we just need to teach and raise confident people mm. so that when people tell you or chastise you about a particular mm. feature of your body or your life you or can your, withstand you it. can withstand it you're yeah. resilient and most importantly you realize that with time it changes mm. right the way my body reacts when i eat my burgers and i god knows i love my burgers right <laughs> It's not the way it used to react earlier, yeah. right? Now I have to moderate differently. Do you have right? any dysmorphic tendencies? I think when again like 20 kg in the last 10 years, mm. right? People will be like, "Hey, Charles, you must be doing well." Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Why do men get that? that you know, women, nobody me, tells you that. My dear right now, what you talking about, girl? People be telling me I be I'm like living good. Really? Yeah, exactly, yes. right? And I'm like, you know what? I'm just busy. I'm eating too much. I, I don't have time to actually go to the gym. You know, and that's why like in the last two years now, I've purposed. Yeah, Every, and you, you're you know, so dedicated. You know, four days a week, yeah. I'm at the gym. Even 4.30, right? Yeah. You think I like going to the gym at oh. 4.30 in the morning? No. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Best time. It's the best time. Right? Yeah. It, it is the best time. But I'd, I would rather catch an extra hour of sleep, oh, right? Of course, But, yeah. But, right, with time... Everything just levels up. A hundred percent. Everything. What about your combo? Anybody dysmorphic tendencies? Guys, first I want to say, um, you know, <laughs> like I'm okay with everything that I have. Like I have a lot of flawed features. I have a teeth that came out and I could easily go to the dentist to fix them. But like, I, I feel like it's like my day-to-day challenge, you know? Because I smile because I'm, I'm in media. Like I smile like this and someone's like, wait, my pain goal. I'm just like, yes, bitch. I know. Uh, but when I was in high school, aside from being called Mlingots, that was that that shit traumatized my life. But when I was in high school, um, so I'm tall, right? And you know, when you're tall, it comes with big feet because you have to have a solid <laughs> foundation, right? So <laughs> because your center of gravity is very high, you know what I mean? So you need a white <laughs> base. Kids. You are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have. You I, need a sitcom. I'm telling you, another she episode. You know, crazy. like you're, you're sitting so here saying, funny. you know, we need to raise these people with like strong ethos, so confidence, they, like, and confidence, so they can know. Like, yeah, I'm just saying, raise the other bastards out there, so that they know. Don't talk about other people's bodies. Yeah, because those are the ones who can kill you. Anywho, so <laughs> I entered high school. So you mean maybe compassion rather than see, confidence? See, listen to we me. teach. <laughs> I've entered from one, right? I was in another school. Then I've decided I'm transferring because this school is just too much drama. So my parents have transferred me to Aga Khan. So I've checked into Aga Khan. This is third, third, third term. Third term. So I check in. I have my hips. Nini, nini. Went to buy shoes, school shoes. And my dad is like, my dad has this running joke. Unintended. <laughs> He's like, 
<laughs> you at this rate, <laughs> you need to marry a cobbler. Oh wow. <laughs> you understand? Like this was a settled in my like if you can survive home academy. Uh what You're is good. the world? What is the world? <laughs> so my dad is like, "Hey you, and let him wear tabata." Ah, it's cool. I'm cute. My dad is like, you at this rate. Ah, see, it was just says Nini. Ah, now you're says eight. Hey, you have to get your own Nini cobbler. So I remember when we were sitting there because I just, my food had grown like a size in a span of like mm. six months, right? So you know that that's a big, that's, that's big. So my dad is like, look, I'm predicting in about three, four months, it will be a size bigger. So take the bigger size. Right? Oh, bless. Bless. So you can see where this is going. Oh so me, I'm God. like, I don't think it's a good idea. My dad is like, this is the best idea. You had big shoes like a clown. So I went to school. <laughs> Listen, not clown. I went to school. And then I just remember, I was walking through the corridors and this girl just went like, ah, Godzilla. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I went home. My dad picked me up that day. <laughs> I entered the car and removed my shoes. He's <laughs> like, ah, you're taking care of the shoes. I'm like, I'm never coming back to school. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm now coming back to this school. And this is like a week in. Right? <laughs> so um, my mom's like, yeah, anyway, um, just just go and buy her the right shoes. But you see now the Godzilla name had started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that happened. And uh, You have very beautiful feet. Like, yeah, know, but, 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 but. Where, where is that chap today? Uh, hey. Ako, 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 I don't even know who started that. On, need, on, but but that's my on national radio. <laughs> doing kapow. And you see what your big feet do. Your big feet kapow. Your big feet kapow. There we go. Booyah, Godzilla. Let me tell you. Let me tell you now about dysphoria what it does. So I couldn't get like the average because I'm a size 42. Huh? Size eight, right? Okay. Um, it could be forty one, it could be forty two. Depends on the shoe, but like it's most cool shoes eh, end at forty. <laughs> but then, right? So do you know what I have to do to get a good pair of shoes? I have to talk to somebody outside. Like it, it's, yeah. a, I have to have a shoe plug. Psst, psst, Aww, what's good? I'll get you a nice pair. But of but, shoes. but this is but this is what I did to overcome that body dysmorphia. When I did start earning my money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all my money goes on shoes. Mm. <laughs> like, I have so many shoes, like yeah. So at the moment, I'm I I, I I deal with things. When I notice something, I'm I'm a bit dis, I'm uncomfortable about it or what people are saying about it. I present it until eventually I'm just like, yeah, you know what? Fuck this shit. Yes, this is why. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. What, what's Confidence. your Have you got any body dysmorphic thing? Yeah, I think for me it was definitely my hips, and because I thought they're not everyone was straight. And at 10, 11, I had curves. And then Nicki Minaj drops this song. My anaconda dog. Mm-hmm. I'm a big booty. All you skinny bitches in the club. <laughs> and then these boys, these bloody fuckings. Okay, sorry. <laughs> these, these guys, you know, when Morito's here, I'm always like, you must think I'm such a potty mouth. mouth, but I am. Yes, you are. I am. <laughs> anyway. um, C- Can we try an episode? Without cursing. No cursing. Sure. If there's money, I mean, uh, Sharon will probably sure. take it. We could do it. I could do it. I don't, I, when I talk to my mom, I don't curse and we talk all the time, but I'm always like, <laughs> swallowing my words. Anyway, for, so it was, so this, I remember this, this one guy, he was, he didn't live in our estate. He was my friend's cousin and he was an older cousin and he was very like, he's a rough guy. <laughs> Just, you know. Mm. And then he's like, you, you can't come on my back. You'll give it a slow puncher. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sour. Alafu, this nigga, 
I was in Mercury. <laughs> Kids are horrible. Years later, so it's like what, 20 years later, I'm out in the oh club looking gosh. cute. Okay, Anaconda has dropped. Girls are getting butt injections. And this guy's like, hey, wait there. You know, do you remember I used to come to Estes? I said, I know. I can't buy you a drink. No. <laughs> First of all, you called me fat. First of all, and he had a cute tummy from here to the high heaven. <laughs> So I was there. I really, I, I gave him a dress down. And he was just like, you know, he was trying to be nice because he's, he's a different, he's a man. He's nice now. Yeah. But he was an asshole when we were kids. And I've never forgotten him. Mm-hmm. I know him. He didn't even live in my estate, but I knew his face. When he came to talk to me, I was just like, you, you know, you told me I can't really sit on your bike. <laughs> I'll give you a slow puncture. And he's like, wait, you know. And so now my body is like, I feel like. Girls want to get, even people tell me, Jules, but we don't understand why you talk about these things on social media. You're not even fat. You're not even what, what, what. Okay, but I have a trauma. Mm. And also, I'm not the size, I've never been the size I wanted to be. You get? So no matter how good I look, I'm still not that size 8 to 10. I'm always like a 12, and now I'm Mm. a 14. You know, so I don't see, I, I feel like I look cute, but then... There's something I have to always be fighting. I want to see where I am now. I want to see where I am now with my relationship to food. Is that so, so my dysmorphia is definitely around my hip area. It, no matter how much love you give me around there, actually don't stop. But there's always that other yeah, thing that made me, yeah. That voice in, in your head. Um, and me and my cousins were all the same because we all have big hips. Shout out Lisa Gaido, yeah, Anita, Anita Gaido, Culture Cow. Yeah. yeah, so I used to really feel good when my cousins used to come over because like when we were changing, I'm like, oh, we all look the same. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, Food now, I have to say, I, I'm no longer in that obsessive calorie counting. Even when I gain weight, I'm not as horrible to myself mm. in the mirror. Mm. I really see the beauty side of me, but it is work. And what yeah. by, I mean by work, it, it means that there are days I'm like, oh, nah, bruh. Mm. I'm having a fat day. In fact, that's what I say. I'm having a fat day. And that's okay. And that's okay. Mm. But more like nine out of 10 times, I'm kind of, I'm okay. I'm, let me maybe eight. Let me say eight out of 10 times. I feel good about where you are, where I am. I'm, I'm yeah. working, but it's work. Yeah. Mm. It's jobo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Morito, anybody? No, Morito told us about his body this morning. Yeah, yeah, no, me, me, I'm cool. You're cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to the gym. Yeah. Yeah. I, Sharon. The last, oh. I, I was actually going to say in the last three months. So I lost like 10, 12 kgs. Like in a, Oh, well done. Yeah. How did you do that? Just Muragori, uh, uh, gym instructor. Yeah. And did, food. In food? And food. Okay. In fact, someone said, um, what, what do they say? The, the phrase is, um, six packs are made in the kitchen. Not yeah, the not, not yeah. in the gym. Right. And they also say you can't out-exercise a bad diet. Exactly, exactly. So I think also being careful about what you eat is, is also important. But on the other hand, on the flip side, like in the last two months, um, I've gained like 4 kg, right, in two months, which is a lot. But at the same time, it's different which is important because the, uh, the point I want to make is that it's different types of weight. Muscle, right? oh, I get Because you. muscle is heavier than fat, right? And so that's what I'm focused on. So I think it's also important to just be comfortable one, who you are, how you're doing, and also understand the differences. Because if I'm super obsessed with the, 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 um, the weighing scale, right? Then it will give me a false impression of exactly what's happening to my body. So it's also important for us to understand Mm. what's happening with your body, what you need to do, how do you need to fix different things that you're trying to um, fix or whatever objectives you want to get to. Um, Yeah. Okay. What about you, Sharon? Um, 
Yeah, my, mine was, and we and Kombok talked about it so randomly the other day. So my, it's my lips. I've always felt like they're they're very I know, that's exactly very what I fat, like 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 and that's not, like her fa- best feature not, on her face. <laughs> not and it's it's and you know those illustrations in those those cartoons <laughs> in the newspaper. You see, they are laughing is because you can see it. <laughs> no, I, no, I, I see the illustration. I don't see your lips. I, so, I know that. <laughs> I'm not seeing you, so, girl. Stop. So when I was younger, <laughs> when I was younger, I don't know who in school <laughs> said that that looks like Sharon. Because I know it's because I was asking I'm them sorry. to give me to give me lip balm. And this, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, I'll finish it with one stroke. <laughs> and your lips are not even hey. big, babe. Okay. Do you know till this day, I like. <laughs> So and it's because I had the conversation with Combox the other day, and I was like, "Guy, do I have body dysmorphia for my lips? Like, yeah. is that uh, one hundred percent? Because you don't even have big lips. You know the people who have big. No, but yes. you see now it's it's cool. It's Kylie, Kylie Jenner went and got lip filler. Like, no, even yes. before Kylie Jenner, there I wouldn't. Time, I wouldn't look small. at your face and say, you know, Sharon with the fuller lips. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't describe that. Hey, me, I don't. I don't know. Like, like your lips. Charles is offering me lip Yeah, <laughs> I think she. I'm not afraid you finished. That kid said. I want for the bottom and one for the top. That kid said, "Ati, ati, utamaliza." Maybe it's because the lip balm was almost over. Maybe it doesn't have nothing to do with it. Babe, she said, "I look like those kids." Gabu needs to also maybe his artwork is giving people body dysmorphia. Imagine, you know, interestingly, my dad used to make my my mom used to make fun of like when you're when you're sulking. So your lips are about to touch the floor. So yeah. like growing up, I actually thought I had big lips, but like I'm telling you guys, after that high school thing, and I and I and I figured the cheat code is just go like yes, yeah, I'm own it. yes, yeah. I have big Papal. feet. You realize after you say okay, yes, I have big feet, huh? So now uh-huh. yeah, 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 lose the power. Confidence. Now they ha- now it's just say yeah. okay, even even like with my tooth, I'm telling you every single morning. Without fail, when I'm live like this, they'll be like, someone, hey, why can't you go to a surgery? What is with your tooth? What are you talking about? The gap, like when, the, when oh. I remove my tooth. Yeah, I remember when I was about to remove it, I was telling the dentist, my guy, so I take leave for like how many days? And the guy's like, no, 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 no. You're fine. You go, and then we'll come back and put the other one. Mm. I was done. I was like, we're, we're going to rock this. This is the new This lifestyle. is the new dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. Sharon, you know what? I really love that you asked that question because I think this was a perfect way to conclude this episode. Mm. Um, and I'm happy. Thank you so much, Morito, for gracing us with your presence. Thank, Thank you for having me. I always, always, always appreciate a male perspective and especially around body. Yeah. Um, I'm going to ask you to give us a bit more of that because me, I want to know what men think about women's um, actually, to the men who are listening, mm. like, you know, what when you look at a girl like Sharon, who is on one extreme, mm. and then me, maybe I'm not on the extreme, but I'm on the other side, and then Sheila is in between, mm. like... Does it really matter? It should be like we know. Does it really matter? Yeah, are we obsessing for nothing? Are we obsessing for, na- yes. for nothing? <laughs> like me, like me, like me, Morito. Do you think I'm fat? No. Ish, even ish. Here's the thing. Even right? fatish. No, no, no. This is the Absolutely most politically not. correct man. I yeah. have such an unconstrained no. him. Yeah, she's, he she's will not tell me what you're giving. No, okay. I'll tell. I'll tell you right now. I'll tell you right now. Right. Here's the beauty about life. And again, I know I've said this three times in the show. Yeah. Time is everything. There's someone for everyone yeah. out there. And in this and, time, and what do you think <laughs> about You're me? not fat. Okay. But, but yeah. Jules, I think also important to ask the guys, um, you know, because I think beauty lies in the eye of, of the beholder. beholder. I think everybody who's listening, I hope the takeaway you get is that eventually you have to be okay with how you see yourself. Yeah. Because if you 
wait for what people think or for your for your body weight to be in fashion Again, yeah, you that's true. You celebrities, yeah. right? You have Lizzo, mm-hmm. who owns herself, yeah. owns her body. Mm-hmm. She rocks it, right? Yeah. Yeah. And she has like killer swag in her own body shape. Yeah. Mm. On the other side, Victoria Beckham, Victoria Beckham, yeah. or Lucy Liu, yeah. right? Yeah. Who again, on the flip side of the script, they're super skinny, yeah. right? But they own themselves yeah. and they're comfortable with it, yeah. right? And everyone in the middle yeah right? and my whole thing is like there's someone for everyone yeah. and just do not try and force yourself to be liked by the wrong person yeah, yeah. Also, that will never yeah. That, yeah. that will never end well yeah. right let the right person for you like you for you i love that Period. thank you so much just to finish i want to ask the guys um what you as a guy what are those because we've had we've yeah, had from perfect. yeah Charles but we'd love to hear for you as a guy what do you have issues with mm. you know because like you know you could is it man boobs is it a big bomb is it or are you just like you know a guy is, is built like this everything <laughs> that you have as long as you are building the body you are good no we'd love to hear your comments yeah. you can send us a voice note on it's related I promise our Instagram page and we'll play that on the next episode if yeah. you send them through yeah. and that brings us to the end thank you you guys if you made it this far to the episode please remember to subscribe share leave a comment see you back here next time adios hi ladies how are you doing thank you for the great podcast i'm from south africa and i wanted to comment on the podcast around um dating in nairobi um <laughs> the term you used i think come we stay we don't use it here, but we call it fat and sit, which literally means take and live in <laughs> um, without any formal contractual agreement, um, such as marriage. So that's what it's called. And then um, I think you mentioned something about South African men being loyal. No, <laughs> not at all. I mean, they do get upset when um, Nigerian men come in, I guess, and take their women, as they say. Um, But I think it's mostly because they're quite stingy. They sort of believe or they will sponge off a woman for as long as they can. And no, they are not loyal. (laughs) I don't think men anyway are loyal. And if they are, please reach out to me so that I can find them as well. (laughs) Anyway, great podcast, ladies. Thank you. Hey there, so uh, I just listened to an episode about dating in Nairobi and that was such a fun episode. Oh my gosh, it was so hilarious. But facts, facts, 100% facts, what you guys were saying. And I also enjoyed the new dynamic with Combox and you guys. So, um, but yeah, what I wanted to say too is I'm currently living abroad and oh my gosh, it is the same situation as Nairobi because like here, you know, you're trying to date people still within the African community and it's the same, same thing as you guys were talking about. So it's no different here it's same same whatsapp group hi guys love the episode i just want to comment on the point for date ideas in nairobi and the fact that date ideas are usually very limited i think part of the challenge is often the fact that ladies don't also want to be proactive so if you're going on a date you always put the responsibility on the man and so you will more or less always um, get the same ideas. Let's go for dinner, let's go to the club, and then let's go to the house. Or if it goes the other way, it's like, yeah, come and make you dinner. We Netflix and we chill. There's so many things that you can do. You can do like a dinner and game night. You can go for picnics. Aside from like Uhuru Park, you know, you can also go to like this 
spots you can go in like Limuru and you know Tigoni and Karura you can also go to Karura you can do like a walk in Karura and you combine it to the picnic you can go for a safari walk at Nairobi National Park you can decide to visit museums here you have the National Museum you can go to Karen Blixen you can go for a cheese tour at Brown's Cheese in Tigoni you can go for the regular things like just go for a movie uh, go for maybe like go watch a rugby rugby match if both of you are interested in rugby go for a dancing class there's also painting and pottery events that are popping up in Nairobi uh, everywhere in Nairobi go for our interesting events you can go for a, uh, you know you can go for bowling I think there's also mini golf you guys can go for just like a, a, a chilled hike as well if you're interested in the outdoors you can go for shooting in a shooting range so I think it's just all about figuring out what everyone's interests are and then um, opening up in terms of trying to expose people to different interests and also remembering that um, you're also going to be an active participant in this date so don't leave all the decision making to the guy and then you are complaining that um, people are not creative enough so yeah thanks guys Salulefi, I love love your podcast I recently discovered it like a week ago and I have been binging from the days when Noni was there to now Quambox and not really in order per se but one thing I also get in general from all the topics you discuss is life is actually lived in retrospect and I'm just gonna say when my daughter grows up I am definitely making her listen to you guys because I feel like your advice is timeless I'm happy so thanks keep up the good work Oh,